Yay! Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so we got a guest on this live stream. Um, I really wanted to finish telling this story. I really wanted to finish this live stream. Um, if he starts crying, obviously I'm gonna have to stop abruptly. So um, I just wanted to finish this live stream because I, I just wanna get it out of the way so I can do other things today. Um, I had so many technical difficulties, especially with Facebook, but I finally figured out how Facebook works, how the Facebook live stream works. So um, look at this little tear. Is it on this side or this side? It's on this side. Um, I finally figured out how the Facebook live stream works. So I'm live on Facebook again. I'm live on Facebook finally. Live on YouTube, live on Twitch, live on oh my goodness, live on uh Instagram. <clears throat> One second. Sorry. Uh here you go. Live on Instagram, live on Facebook, live on Twitch, uh, live on YouTube. So I'm going to uh, continue continue my little message because um, I really want to um, I really want to get this live morning show thing going. Uh, once again, Instagram. If you are on Instagram, what you're getting is a behind the scenes. Um, but actually, the real video is on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, um, because I have little special effects going. I have like a lower third. Um, writing of the show and then I have a little video that I'm going to show play a little bit later but for now um only thing you can, you'll be able to see on Instagram until Instagram gets um gets its own um encoder you know abilities um all you'll be able to see is me talking so the big topic of today is that uh, all knowledge is universal and I um also my uh because anyway, I just, I have to greet you guys first. Ututoma, um, um, I was. This is the name of the show, and I'm greeting you guys this morning. It's actually it's actually afternoon most places uh, uh, right now. So I guess I should be saying you know uh, good afternoon, kedunu, mamanu. Um, so this is my Igbo morning show. Uh, I don't always speak flu I don't speak fluent Igbo, so I, I got my soya. Uh, I won't speak Igbo the whole time I'm, I'm doing the show, 
but I will uh, speak every now and then I'll sprinkle a little bit of Igbo in because um, I want to practice and I want to become fluent in Igbo. And the goal of this morning show is that eventually I will be speaking Igbo fluently throughout the show. This piece right here needs to move. Okay, that's good. Um, okay, so it, uh, the goal is to eventually be speaking Igbo fluently throughout the entire show. Um, but for now, what I have is just, um, you know, I'll be talking about different concepts that I want Igbo people to get through. And what I was saying in the previous one is that a lot of uh, that we should, the people, those of us who are um, educated, Western educated or educated overseas should make it our goal not to use the knowledge and wealth and um, resources that we acquire in other uh, countries and in, you know, around the world, um, not to use that information and keep it for ourselves and hoard that information, but for us to take that information and turn around and bring it back to our people, whether or not we're, we're, we're asking them to, uh, we're asking them to give us back value for that, that knowledge for those resources that we're giving them. So for example, you may create something and then everybody has to pay a little fee to get uh, access to that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how the world works. That's how life works. People pay you know, for things in exchange. Um, but what I'm saying is that what you should do is you should try to <laughs> create legacy, create legacies. This kid was eating my Fitbit. Um, create legacy, uh, create something that's gonna last a lifetime. So, um, so, uh, now what I want, what, so how do you do that? The question becomes, how do you do that? How do you, where did your pacifier go? This kid is always throwing away his pacifier and then, and then trying to eat me. <laughs> eat this kid. <laughs> oh my God. I love babies. Um, where's your pacifier? Oh my gosh. Um, this is going to be difficult. I should have tied it to his shirt. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? So the question becomes, what, what do you do? What, what is the, uh, what, how do you do that? How do you transfer knowledge? How do you come? How do you pass on the knowledge that you have? So me, I was educated here in the United States. Um, I know I learned, I took classes in physics, chemistry, biology, mathematics, you know, um, business, um, computer, computer science, you know, things like that. I've taken all this information. I, I know all this information, but then there's lots of people. Ooh, there's lots of people in, um, in where, where my parents are from, where I'm from in Nigeria and Igbo land, um, who are, don't have access to this information. Not because they're not intelligent enough, but because the information is not accessible in their language and in a way that they can, another way that they can digest it, or in a way that um, they culturally can appreciate it. So, for example, where's his pacifier? I'm sorry, I have to look for this pacifier now. It's it's an issue because <laughs> he's eating me. <laughs> uh, oh gosh. Oh, there it is. <sighs> Sorry, guys. <sighs> Gotta rinse it real quick. Okay, here you go. I should really 
attach this to him. Um, cause he's going to spit it out again. So, uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. Um, so the question now becomes, how do you take that information? How do I take that information that I learned here and pass it on to people in, in, in Africa? And it's difficult because, you know, many of them do not speak in terms that we speak in. We may talk about, you know, anomalies and we may talk about, um, oh, the gravity of this situation. We may talk about like the, um, how massive something is. We may talk in terms of these things when we're having ordinary conversation. But for them, they're talking, they're speaking their own languages. They're speaking in their own, using their own symbology. They're speaking using their own stories that have nothing to do with the things that we're talking about. So the question becomes, how do you communicate this information to people who it's not within their reference frame? And I believe that is one of the critical critical issues that are that that we have as uh, that, that are a problem for African development right now um, during the period of time when um, a lot when the scientific when there was a lot of scientists going on during the times of Einstein Newton all these people like they were writing they were writing the scientific papers which involved very complex concepts in another language they were writing them using there was a period of time when all the all the sciences were writing. We're, we're writing um, their scientific work in Latin. Like it was like you could you you can't use your own language. You're using this this other language, and that's the way we're going to pass pass on this information so that it's not biased to any particular culture. But then, with as time progressed, now predominant the uh, predominantly uh, the scientific papers are written in English, and it's like a universal standard. Even if you're in Japan or Korea, if you're writing a scientific paper, you're going to write it in English. So the problem becomes when you're not a when you're not a fluent speaker or when you're not a um when you're not when when english is not your first language or if you're not a fluent speaker of english you are at a disadvantage in the scientific community you have to learn english in order to learn those in order to um acquire that information unfortunately for those of us those those the many africans who do not speak english fluently or the many people in the developing world who don't speak English fluently, in order for them to even acquire that information, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to change the entire way that they think. They're going to have to learn English. And, or, you know, they're going to have to not only learn English, but assimilate. Because in order for you to really, really understand English and understand, uh, you know, the... Because, you know, English English has also... Um, language also has emotion attached to it. So in order for you to communicate fluently in a particular language, you're literally going to have to change the way you think. Um, believe it or not. I mean, you may, you may, you may agree with that concept. You may not, but it's like to be able to not only speak that language fluently, but also, um, but also communicate in that language fluently. Um, so to write other scientific papers and things like that, you literally got to change the way you think you're going to change the way you process information in, so that the, so that the meaning of those words will come out in English. And so I'm not saying that it's impossible to be bilingual, but there is a certain level of fluency that you lose when you are switching between languages, I believe. Um, I don't know if they have any research backing that up, but I do believe that there's a certain, I do believe that all, if, like, people who are fluent, like there's a certain, like you, some people can be fluent in multiple languages, but I don't believe that they're really truly fluent. There are people who say they're polyglots and things like that. I, I, I don't think that they can be, you can be truly fluent in every single language. Like, can you talk about photosynthesis in German, or can you talk about um, uh, an, an, uh, anomalous expansion in Greek, or whatever the case may be? You may say you're a polyglot, but can you really speak on on like complex topics in that language? And I don't believe that the answer is yes. 
So, so that leaves a big problem because if you're in if you're in the United States of America and you're talking about or any or even in Britain and you're England and you're talking about a particular um, a concept. Um, you may even use some of these scientific words. You hear people talk about the gravity of an, a situation. You hear people talk about um, as gravity is a scientific concept, a con scientific principle. You hear people talk about attraction, attract being attracted to people. There's no there's no such thing as being attracted to someone, but attraction is a word that is scientific. Attraction is. Attraction is a scientific concept. You talk about people who have a magnetic personality, meaning that they draw you in. Magnetism is a scientific concept. So we, we use these. So, <laughs> so we use these. Um, you okay? We use these. We use these concepts every day in our every regular everyday language in our regular everyday speech. I I kind of believe that this baby is faking because. Uh, he, he, he's looking for attention. He likes to do that. He'll start coughing. I'm, I'm, I'm really not making this up. He, it's my fault though, because every time he coughs, I like, I like reach for him, pick him up, cuddle him and stuff. So now whenever he wants attention, he starts coughing. So I'm not, I'm not uh, ignoring the baby at all. Trust me. Um, he's, he's okay. So my, um, okay. So let me go on. Um, so you, so in order, so the problem is that we, in America, we when we go to school and when we go to uh, university or whatever, a lot of times this information is already in our head on a certain level because we are using the language, we're using these words consistently in our everyday speech. So when we go to class and somebody teaches us about um, anomalous expansion, we the word anomaly is in there and we know some of us know there's people who don't really use big words and even here in America, they just kind of you know, use slang or something like that. But those of us who have heard the word anomaly in our in, on TV shows, in cartoons, and even in conversation with each other, we're like, oh, anomalous expansion. That means that something is growing bigger in a in an unusual way. Because anomaly means something that's unusual or something like that. Or like a gravity. Oh, gravity, because it weighs down on you. Oh, gravity is something that pulls something down. So that makes sense to us. Or, um, oh, that was massive. We might say something like that. Oh, that's massive. You know, that's... um atrocious, you know, things like that. We use these words in everyday language. So when we go into a science class and we start talking about uh, a scientific concept and we're using these words, we're using words like force, we're using force, words like vector, we're using words like um, acceleration, we're using words like accelerometer, um, we're using words, like these words are words that we hear every single day, but they're just kind of, you know, they're given context when we're in science, when we're taking physics, advanced physics classes or advanced um, or advanced uh, biology or chemistry classes. Hey, 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 hey. I think he's sleepy. Um, so, so I, I, I'm, I'm only bringing, I'm only, I'm only saying all these things to lay the foundation of what I'm trying to say. And what I'm trying to say is that we cannot, um, we cannot expect people who are in third world in developing countries who do not have this information spelled out for them in their languages and in concepts that they use and in, in convert in um in cultural contexts that they use on a daily basis to build with this information because they don't have this information in everyday they don't have this information um they're not using this this they're not using this information reg regularly every single day so it's really difficult 
I feel like my voice is bothering him because he's he might be tired. So so he we they may not we may not have um it will be very difficult for somebody who is not living in the cultural context of this information to to use to to utilize the information to build because it requires a certain level of fluency with the with the with the with the word usage and um uh be able to like think abstractly using this this the using the language and things of that nature so i don't think that it's I, I think it's very difficult and i think that's one of the biggest issues i think when um when uh the when the col 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 when the colonial leaders um colonized various parts of the world um and tried to like educate them in those languages there may have even been a uh, um a a um what's the word benevolence um there may have been like they may have been doing it for they may have wanted good like, oh, let me teach you my language so that you can have some of this knowledge or teach some of you my language so that some of you will have some of this knowledge. They may have had some good intentions and even they may have a few good intentions and maybe a few bad intentions or whatever. They, whatever. They're human beings. They have complex uh, uh, complex decisions in, in, in deciding to colonize Africa. Um, I don't think it was I think most of it was bad, but I do think that some of them might have like missionaries and things like that might have been like, oh, well, maybe we can educate them as well with the information that we have. Um, but as, as time went on, the people who fell through the cracks, the degra degradation of Africa, because of the lack of access to this information, started to expand and expand and expand. Now I'm saying all this, not speaking to those African people who are not educated because obviously they're not going to fully understand what I'm saying to them, but I'm speaking to the very few Africans who might potentially come across my page or even that one African person who may come across my page and hear my words and feel that they can do something to give back. That is who I'm speaking to. If there, if you exist out there, then listen, <laughs> if you exist out there, then this baby is like, look at him. Um, if you exist out there and you are a college educated PhD, having bachelor's degree, having master's degree, having African who understands what I'm saying on a deep level and um, you want to be a part of the solution, listen up because I am going to give you some information right now that might be able to help you to um, be a benefit to your community. Um, so the first thing, the first key to actually passing on this information to Africa, because we all watched Black Panther and we saw African civilization uh, developed and having all this stuff and even being advanced beyond other countries in the world. We all had that, we all saw that and we're not all having conversations. So the question is, how do we go from where we are to where, to Wakanda, essentially? How do we do that? And so, so I'm gonna give you the keys to that and what I believe are the keys to making that happen in this video. Um, so the first key is learn the rules so that you can break them. So if you're an, if you are a, a, a educated, um, university level educated, university and beyond level educated African, who is wanting to make an impact, wanting to use your knowledge, wealth, and resources to build Wakanda, essentially. I'm going to call it that from now on just because it's a, it's, a, it's a concept that you will understand if you've seen the movie Black Panther. So if you are a college-educated or a well-educated, well-established uh, well um, African in any part of the world that is interested in giving back or you know, building Wakanda, um, the first step you got to do is learn the rules so that you can break them. 
learn the rules so that you can break them. So the information that you're getting overseas, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't want to learn the colonial leaders information or whatever. And that's fine. You don't have to. You can continue to just take whatever people say to you. But those of you who are interested, what when you're learning, when you're listening, when you're when you're listening with a listening ear, you're not listening so that you can be indoctrinated into their culture. You're not listening to there's a certain level of you that has to kind of suspend disbelief. Just accept the information that is being told to you um, in the Western world, but then think critically about it when you walk away. Think critically like, okay, so if this is true, then what does then what does that mean for me? And so when you, so you have to learn the rules so that you can break them. You have to learn what, what, what gravity is. You have to learn the principles that create gravity. You have to learn the principles that create, um, you know, force, acceleration, mass, uh, speed, all these things like that, speed of light, um, energy, all that stuff. You have to learn those concepts if you're going to translate them for your people. So that's learn the rules so that you can break them. You also have to learn your people. You have to go to Africa. You have to go to um, your villages, go to go like deep, deep into the villages, interact with people one-on-one, see how they think, see how they see how they reason, see how they interact with one another. And then once you understand them and you understand, you know, these advanced concepts, and this is going to take a lot, but um, it is definitely possible. It's a hundred percent possible. And so for that, so those one or two or three or four, um, for that handful of people who are going to come across my video, who might come across my video or who someone might come across my video and then decide to share it with somebody who's been thinking about this for a while that they know and that they love and they want to help for those people who get this video. Um, I want to tell you that it is possible, but it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to take collaboration. You can't do it on your own. So the first step is to learn the rules so that you can break them. You have to learn what force equals mass times acceleration means so that you can then convert that information into your own languages for your own people. Uh, the fact of the matter is, although uh, Africans may have the uh, the, found, the the foundation, the blueprint for this information already embedded in their innate humanity. Um, they don't have that information spelled out quantitatively using measurements, using um, evidence-based science to demonstrate the meaning behind these concepts. So that is a very essential thing that Africans need. Um, and if you are interested in doing something like that, feel free. I also have a group on Facebook called... Oh, are you are you laughing or crying? <laughs> I also have a group on Facebook. Uh, if you are Igbo and you want to be a part of this process, called um, go to go go dot go dot dot com forward slash future Igbo go dot com forward slash Igbo future. Sorry, Igbo future. And, or you just search uh, the future of Ebo on um, Facebook and you'll find my group where I'm hoping that people can do it. Or you can go to ngamota.com or you can just email me um, and uh, connect with me. And then I'll, 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 I'll send you through some channels where you can potentially uh, be a collaborator and a contributor to this process for the Ebo people. Uh, for other cultures, I don't really know very well, but for Ebos, I can, I can tell you that I know some things, some places and people you can go to to... Um, be a contributor to the process of, uh, you know, building Wakanda for Igbo people. Um, so that's the first idea. That's the first big idea that I want to get to you. Learn the rules so that you so that you can break them. 
Um, you have to learn the fundamentals. You have to learn that one plus one equals two before you can break that rule and be like, okay, well, between between one and two, there's infinity. There's like infinity between one and two. Like before you can even think to that extent or philosophically or, or extra, ex, extrapolate or abstract abstraction, you will need to first understand the fundamentals. Okay, one plus one equals two. You understand that in that Americans or uh you know whoever or the, the not even Americans but like the Arabs came up with algebra. Okay, we know that x plus y you know x x squared x squared plus two x plus x squared is x plus x x plus one uh times x plus one. You know that, and so it's like okay, so if if that's true, then what does that mean? For Igbo people, what does that mean for um, Nigeria? You know, for people in my culture, in my community, um, how will how will somebody who is just growing up in Nigeria or Africa or Kenya or you know Somalia, whatever, what how how does this, how does this translate for them? What do people in those cultures uh, what would they understand by X? Oh, X is not part of our alphabet, so maybe we should use a different symbol to make this, this description. Why don't we call it? For us, we may call it, um, <laughs> we won't do that. But if we wanted to, I don't think we have X and Igbo, but we can say something like, um, you know, yeah, or something like that. Yeah is there. Or we can use A plus B, A and B. A and B are in our language. So we can say A plus B. You can say A plus one, um, A squared plus um, one AB plus uh, B squared equals. And we'll understand that. Um, so that's just one thing. So you can understand the rules and then break them. You're breaking the rules in a way that it's like, okay, this is universally true, but culturally, and then the context of just my culture, how can I get this information across? So that's the first step. The second step is breaking it down is understanding the difference of what can be changed. What can be changed? There's certain things. Science is the study of nature. Science is the study of the way the world works. The, there are certain rules that are just Complete, all true for everybody. Number one, for one of them is gravity. Gravity, what goes up must come down. If I let go of this, it's always going to fall down. It's not going to go up for some people. It's not going to go up in Africa. It's not going to go up in China. It's not going to go up in um, South America. What goes up comes down everywhere you go. And so when you first understand that, you can then, you can then ask yourself, okay, so what about that what about that? Can I change to make it easier for my people to, um, so what, what about that? Can I change so that to make it easier for my people to understand the concept and digest it and, uh, pass on the concept and build with it and be fluent with it and grow with it. So now once you understand that you will, you'll now be able to take it to the next level. So, um, so what am I saying? So uh, once you ask yourself, what is it about that concept? Ah! Like, for example, the concept of gravity. What is it about gravity that is universal? Okay, what goes up must come down. That's one. Number two, the gravitational constant on Earth is different from the gravitational... Is it the different gravitational constant? I don't know. The, okay, so gravity on Earth is different from gravity on the moon. And I think the gravitational concept is what you multiply... Uh, gravity times to get the gravity is something like, something like that. But anyway, the gravitational constant is universal, but then the gravity where you are is different. But then gravity on Earth is universal for every country. Gravity is nine. Gravity, which is the acceleration due to gravity, is nine point eight or nine point seven. I think I think it's nine point seven or nine point eight meters per second squared. 
no matter where you are on earth actually i think it changes slightly the higher your altitude or something like that but anyway the gravitational constant the gravity uh is equal to nine point so i think it's like 9.8 meters per second squared um anywhere you go on earth roughly um so you can so once you understand that you're like okay gravity is the same in africa as is in as it is in europe and america and japan so i can't change that but what can i change so the people understand it let's change let's call it something else let's not call it gravity let's call it you know um i don't know what you would call it but something that sounds like it's fluent to your tongue it's fluent to your people um so there are three things that you can generally change there <laughs> there are three things that you can change in um in, in in the scientific disciplines there are three things there are three things that you can change they, they, there's three things that you could potentially change in the scientific disciplines that will allow you to um that will allow you to Language, symbols, and stories. Language, symbols, and stories. If you want to change, if you want to pass on, I don't know how I can like make this easier for him. I know I want to get to the next step. I don't know how to make this easier for him so he doesn't get frustrated with me. Are you okay?